0: There're too many people out there sitting around and thinking that things are just going to happen by themselves. Yeah. And it never happens that way. Like if you see a problem in the world, you need to take initiative and actually make uh that into something. Ooh.
1: Hello friends, welcome to Let's Give a Damn. My name is Nick LaPara, and every single week on this podcast, I aim to share the stories of amazing damn givers from all walks of life and from all over the world so that you'll be inspired to give more dams than ever before. Friends, I hope you're doing much better than I am. This was a rough week. I still do not feel well, but I did not feel well way more over the last week. Um, My asthma, allergies, I've been sucking on cough drops and just pounding some tea. And I've used my inhaler a bajillion times over the last week. Not super great, but I'm on the upswing. Uh, Tennessee has not been kind to us. We've been here a year, and we honestly cannot, even practically speaking, cannot stay here long-term because it has been just—it's been hell for my family and I, health-wise, just between allergies and asthma and just different things. Not great, but you don't want to hear me complain, do you? I just hope you're doing, I say all that to say this, I hope you are doing much better than I am. Okay, this week's podcast episode is week two of a four part series I'm doing in partnership with my friends at the Clinton Foundation and the Clinton Global Initiative to bring you the stories of four young leaders that have graduated from their CGIU program and have gone on to create beautiful and meaningful projects, companies, or organizations. While I was at CGIU 2018 a few weeks ago in Chicago, Illinois I caught up with the amazing Chelsea Clinton and asked her to fill me in on who these young leaders are and what CGIU is all about. So before I introduce today's guest, and you're going to love him, before I introduce today's guest, here is friend of the podcast and fellow damn giver, Chelsea Clinton. Welcome back. Thanks thank for being you. a return guest, albeit very briefly, to the well, podcast. thank
2: you, Nick, so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be back.
1: Yeah, thanks. Okay, so what is, for those listening on the podcast, what is CGIU and what particularly is happening this week at CGIU 2018?
2: So CGIU, we're, this is our 11th CGIU, and it's the Clinton Initiative uh, University, and we kind of bring together young change makers from around the world. So this weekend, we have more than 1,100 students um, from more than a hundred countries representing more than 300 colleges and universities and while the majority are undergrads we also have quite a few graduate students uh, you know, even here from the University of Chicago we have students from the college, from the School of Public Health, from the medical school, the law school and what um, kind of unifies all the students is that every student comes individually or uh, often even more commonly collectively with you know two or three others with a commitment, with a real Um, action plan or kind of in more corporate language like a business plan for how they're going to scale what they're already doing or how they're going to start something that they want to do whether that is getting rid of food waste on their college campus or figuring out how to get healthcare to every homeless person in Florida or how to ensure that um, every kind of young kid in elementary and middle school here on the south side of Chicago ultimately has access to kind of um, public speaking and debate skills coaching. So just anything that kind of you could think of as a challenge that you might have seen like in your own school or community experience, someone at CGIU this year maybe in years past is trying to tackle in a new and innovative way in their own lives.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. And how many years? So this is our eleventh eleventh year. So what is the the effect, the aftermath? You went into a little bit of it, but if you could quantify or put metrics to it, what is the aftermath of this amazing event once they get released out into the world? Out into, into the world. world. Yeah. Um,
2: well, one effect is that we have this incredibly um, robust alumni network um, that you know is more than ten thousand strong. Like after this weekend and. Um, we try to help facilitate alums to stay not only kind of in touch with people that they met this weekend, but also to connect with previous CGIU alums, because oftentimes they can not only kind of learn from each other's experiences. How do you scale? How do you start to manage a team once kind of you're the entrepreneur who Mm. can't do it alone? So things like that is also like, some of the younger CGIU students helping some of the you know older, although I'm still older than all of them, so that kind of feels strange to say, but like, you know, some of the yeah, right. from more years past to mm-hmm. think like, how do you use social media? So it's a really amazing like catalytic and collaborative network across the alums from kind of different generations of, of CGIU classes. And um, more than half of the students continue to send us their progress reports, which is really exciting. So to your point about, Um, kind of quantification, we have a real sense of, you know, now the thousands of commitments that have been made, the impact um, that they're having. And, you know, some students have really focused on, like I want to help like every um, girl who went to my high school to figure out how to navigate applying for scholarships in the way that I was really thankfully, successfully able to do. And so you have some people who say like, I've now helped like 30 girls in my school. And then you have, you know, other people who have helped you know weed out um like literally hundreds of thousands of like fake drugs in west africa right? yeah. so you have different scales of impact but it's all profoundly important because it's Every commitment is helping affect like real people's lives in very real and tangible ways.
1: Yeah, and then I was just talking with Christine Schindler, and she was saying how that she's been here for you know coming back for many many years, and now and she she's on first stage. She was here in 2012, right? Yeah. yeah. So now she's talking on stage, and she's seeing and meeting seeing people that she's mentored, and so you have that kind of like they're growing up together and they're now leading each other. So that's got to be really really meaningful. Cool. So how can let's give a damn listeners? They're going to be listening to five weeks of. Interviews from this event, how can they support these young people?
2: So, I think uh, if they're really inspired by the individual young people, I hope that they'll support them directly. Yeah. Right? And because, you know, Christine is a great example. I mean, she has both the work that she started at CGIU to help, you know, initially when she was at Duke, um, kind of middle school girls, kind of from the communities I'm sure she talked about, like get involved in engineering projects so they understood like engineering was about like making things and making things better and wasn't kind of this scary thing. And now she's scaled that to multiple chapters at multiple colleges and universities around the country. Like if you're really inspired by that, Um, like reach out to her and I'm sure she can help you like give time or expertise or if you are able and interested like financial support to help start a chapter in a school that may not have one or help expand a chapter if there's a school that you care about kind of nearby. So I think there are really tangible ways um, to be involved and if you're interested in kind of CGIU, broadly, like we're always looking for, for mentors and new partners. I mean, we're thrilled to have kind of for the first time this year, IBM here to really help, um, provide like some of their like best, like tech leads who are literally here spending time with students who have like more tech based projects. You know, these students now have access to like, three days worth of these IBM
1: That's incredible like
2: technologists who are telling them like this is really feasible this is maybe not feasible here's a better way to think about it so if you have like energy and expertise and you're willing to spend a weekend with us like get in touch and we'll invite you next
1: year Awesome Well you're awesome thanks for all the work that you do and thanks for joining me again on the podcast Thanks for coming My guest today is Arnav Dalmia Five years ago Arnav graduated from CGIU, and four years ago, he and his two co-founders launched their new company, QB. Their mission was to get sedentary, stationary. Wait, I think that's redundant. That is redundant. Anyway, their mission was to get people moving more. Hundreds of millions of people across the globe spend seven, eight, nine, ten hours a day sitting at a desk and/or in front of a TV. Mayo Clinic actually calls sitting the new smoking, and they're right. So how do they aim to end this epidemic? He and his pals invented QB, a compact seated elliptical trainer that integrates exercise into your routine, turning sitting time into active time. And what's cool about the product is that your data is stored in the system and shared across the cloud with your accountability partners or office mates so that they can cheer you on, or if you are the slacker, your people can encourage you to pick up the pace. Four years into their company, they have 100,000 active users all over the world. Super, super cool stuff. In our conversation, in our short conversation, too short, because we had to get a lot done that day, in our short conversation, you'll get to hear a bit about his life, how he became an entrepreneur, and why he gives a damn about this particular issue. So let's get right into it. Here's my conversation with Arnav Dalmia. Arnav Dalmia, welcome to the Let's Give a Damn podcast.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: You're very welcome. Uh, Thank you for coming. Thank you for taking time. I'm sure you've been talking uh, way too much at this event, (laughs) right? You did main stage today? We did, yes. How was that? What was that experience like?
0: It was wonderful. So we were one of the companies uh, selected to be a part of the honor roll this year about 15 companies, uh, 15 individuals or projects were selected. And we were one of five companies that were given the unique opportunity to actually present on stage and talk about uh, the impact that we've achieved. So really fortunate uh, to have that chance. And I am really
1: fortunate because those are the five people that I'm talking to today, awesome. is the five honorees and you're one of them. So again, thank you for being here. Before we get into the work that you're doing and the different ways that you give a damn, give me some of your story. Tell me the people, places, and things. What are the kinds of things that shaped you into who you are today? Go back as far as you want.
0: (laughs) I grew up in India, um, in a a town called Calcutta, which is the eastern side of uh, the country. And I went to high school there and then uh, grew up in a family where um, I was really privileged and I was really lucky to be uh, privileged. And but growing up in a country like India, you see people around you who are not so privileged. Mm. So, you, so I always had this thing that you know, given a chance, I do wanna create uh, some kind of positive impact. So I had a chance to come to Chicago, actually the University of Chicago for my undergraduate education. Uh, so I came here in 2009 uh, to study economics uh, at this institution. And that's when I uh, first also learned about the Clinton Global Initiative and uh, really got inspired by the work uh, that the Clinton Foundation was doing, and then um, the work actually done by so many student entrepreneurs. And since I grew up in this kind of situation, feeling really privileged, I wanted to give back. I wanted to do something that, you know, it's kind of like giving forward. So I decided to make a commitment at CGI, and the commitment was focused on helping people at desk jobs uh, stay more active, because we are a sitting society. That's exactly what we're doing right now. We are
1: literally sitting right now.
0: (laughs) And, um, you know, 85 million Americans sit at their desk every day for work. And, uh, you know, you're sitting for eight or nine hours and not moving as much. Our body was not designed to be like that. Our bodies were designed to move, get movement. Um, So we started uh, this, this company and participated in uh, the Clinton Global Initiative um, to meet with other like-minded people who could help us uh, advance the mission.
1: That's really beautiful. So let's talk about how you're turning your idea into action. So go into the specifics of your company, your project that you started. Sure. Uh, You did, it well, your project initiated in 2013, is that correct? That's right. Yeah, Yeah. so we're five years removed from that now. How how does that feel, first of all, to come back (laughs) after five years, right? Like, how many, I mean, Tons of students and tons of projects have gone right. through, and now you're back here. And before we hit record, we're talking about how you went to school right, right here. Right. So that's really fascinating that we're back here, right on your campus. You got to speak yeah. at the in the at the athletic center in front of thousands of students and President Clinton and all of those things. That's that's really fascinating. So yeah, talk about your project and your company.
0: Sure. But uh, firstly, Nick, to answer a question, it feels amazing. I think it's. We feel really blessed and fortunate to have this opportunity. And you know, life comes around a full circle. Like five years back, six years back, we were students here. Um, you know, when we first made this commitment, I have two more partners, and both and all three of us were really just driven to make sure that you know we actually turned this into something. Because you know, you come across a lot of projects where um, you know in, initially. Everyone is really interested and everyone is really passionate, but then the passion fizzles out. Uh, With us, we wanted to create uh, some kind of lasting impact. And um, I think it's not just our determination that paid off, but it's also uh, a lot of things need to align. A lot of stars need to align in order order for this to happen. So I think we were blessed in the way with a number of uh, advisors and uh, folks who could guide us in the right direction. Coming uh, specifically to what QB is, uh, real quickly
1: before you before you go there, I want to let's talk for a second about what you just said because I think that's very important. Sure. There's always it doesn't matter what you're doing whether you, yeah. whether it's a whether it's a social impact project or a company or whatever. There's always a mixture. Tell me if you agree. Mm-hmm. Based on what you just said, I think you will agree. There's always a mix of sure. There's talent and yeah. there's you know there's things about you right. that only you could do in this company right, right. like w- without a doubt but there's also a hell of a lot of call it luck call it blessing yeah. call it uh, a, like you said alignment of the stars yeah. there are things that only happen to those that continue to press on mm-hmm. right it's partly talent Absolutely. and th- but then it's partly just determination yeah. just going out there and right. doing it right
0: you know, it's funny because uh, one of my professors at this university, she would have a saying, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Yeah, And right. that's, uh, I think, what you're talking about. You know, you're, you're absolutely right. It's the determination. It's the drive that opens more doors for you. You know, it's very easy to say that I'm not being able to go through this challenge Uh, I'm just gonna take a seat, Uh, you know, I'm gonna take a step back and just leave it as it is. The other way you can approach it is by asking the right questions, by trying to ask who is it that can help me out and like all constantly driving that. And there is someone out there that can help you out. You just need to ask the question. It's
1: wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Now, QB. Cubi is that how you say it? <laughs> it's Q-B. QB.
0: C-U-B-I-I. Got it. Uh, so, QB originated as, as this idea that, okay, how do we help millions of Americans who are sitting, most likely even right now, um, get moving? You know, how do we improve their blood circulation? How do we get more movement into their lives? So, we decided to invent a compact elliptical trainer that would sit underneath your desk when you're working at a desk, and allows you to pedal while you are on your computer or on phones. And it's really quiet. It's extremely smooth. It doesn't distract you from the work that you are doing. Sure. So you can pretty much do this the entire time that you're sitting.
1: So let's talk uh, metrics numbers. Like, so, so what's happening? How many yeah. people are using this? Like, are, are they seeing fruit? Are they seeing yeah. results from using uh, QB?
0: So we have one hundred thousand active users right now. Wow, that's amazing! And collectively, they have traveled—well, traveled in a sense while sitting. Right. Yes. Uh, They have collectively pedaled a distance of six hundred and thirty thousand miles. Amazing. And for context, uh, you know they've crossed the moon already, and they're ten percent on their way to Mars.
1: That's, so that's, that's the
0: that's the impact we've had, and it's um, the product is available online on on our website, on Amazon, and all these places. So we re- go back and read reviews of our customers and what they're saying about the product, and a number of people have called it a lifesaver. They've called it godsend, and those are the kinds of reviews we just look at those, and they're like, you know, you cannot even quantify the impact that's coming out of this. You know, there are certain numbers that we can quantify the the distance pedal and things like that but you know there's so much emotion in a lot of these reviews that we read you can't even put a number to that
1: yeah no absolutely i i, I completely understand that so how do you get that data yeah. that, that from them are they all hooked up to like a like a central database yeah. or how does that work
0: So that's a great question. So we not only help people stay more active, but we also help them stay engaged. So QB connects to a phone app, that keeps track of your progress and connects you to your peers who are using this device. Oh, cool, yeah. So you can compete that with accountability. one another. Exactly, there's yeah. accountability. It's fun to compete with one another and that's how we track the data and see how many calories they've burned and how much distance they've traveled.
1: Yeah, the accountability piece, I'm glad you shared that. That's really important because really humans don't do anything that they're not incentivized right. to do. Right, like it's just, for good or for ill, and that's mostly for ill that we're that lazy or unmotivated. But unless there's an incentive, oh yeah, right, we don't do it. And so there's a good way to do that. Let's learn from you for a second from, from the, the things you've learned, uh, both as an entrepreneur and as a leader. Yeah, The people listening to this podcast are damn givers in the making, <laughs> or they're already giving a damn in a certain sure. way, and they're trying to learn more. They're here to, to yeah. hear more stories and to be inspired to, to propel yeah. themselves forward. Give some general advice as you, again, have been a part of CGIU, yep. which is a great, great program. Just talked with Chelsea a few minutes ago. I love her involvement and I just, I love the whole thing. And then going on to, you know, you made this commitment right in 2013 and now it's a company. Right. Um, what are some general bits of advice about giving a damn? Why should everyone give a damn? Or for the sake of the, for the context here, why should everyone find their idea and turn it into action?
0: Well, uh, that's a great question, Nick. I think there are too many people out there sitting around and thinking that things are just going to happen by themselves. Yeah. And it never happens that way. Like, if you see a problem in the world, you need to take initiative and actually make uh, that into something. Just expecting your neighbor or your friend or somebody else to take initiative, it's not going to happen. If everybody kept thinking that way, like, you know, we wouldn't be here in this world today, right? So I think uh, that's why people need to give a damn. I mean, uh, we saw this problem in the workplace um, where we were sitting behind a desk for eight hours a day, not moving much, and we were like, there has to be a better solution. There has to be something that people can do. So we, I got together with uh, two of my friends and we decided to, to invent this product. And now, um, thanks to, you know, the fruit that it's bearing we basically have a hundred thousand users that, that we've impacted and really changed their lives.
1: That's really beautiful. Big question. You're going to die someday. Yeah. I'm going to die someday. We're all going to die. What do you want your legacy to be? If you could just kind of see into the future and, and kind of uh, reverse engineer your life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, cause I, I do that. I think about death all the time. Right. I think it's healthy and think, Am I doing everything I can today? If this was the last day on earth, did I do it well, right? So what do you want your legacy to be? It doesn't have to be even QB or anything. Like, just if you could just step back and what do you want your legacy to be?
0: It's a great question, Nick. I think when someone thinks about me, I'd like them to think about like how many lives I've had a chance to touch. Uh, nobody remembers you for the amount of money that you've nope. made or nobody remembers you for, you know, uh, what else you've done. It's, it's, you know, it's this personal feeling of satisfaction It's this thing, how many lives have I impacted? And uh, I, I tell uh, my friends this and I tell my colleagues this, you know, even if um, you have been able to positively impact one life around you, uh, that's, that's amazing, because just imagine the impact. If all of us, um, you know, were able to impact one life next to us in a positive way, like what kind of impact that creates at a global scale? So when I think about what I would like to achieve, it's, You know, I kind of quantify that in terms of uh, how many lives have I impacted. And it it comes in different forms and ways. So what we're doing right now with QB, it's uh, kind of impacting people's health. You know, our market is not just uh, folks sitting at a desk. It's older adults who really don't have any other forms of exercise either. They cannot get onto a treadmill or a larger elliptical because they stand the risk of falling. So it's, um, you know, a way for them to exercise. And it's really touching so many lives so that's that's kind of the impact i want to leave behind
1: that's really beautiful arnav thank you for taking time out of your busy day uh to join us here on the podcast i'm really excited for what you'll continue to do um and we're rooting for you
0: thank you appreciate it
1: dear friends thanks for listening and i hope you're encouraged by arnav's vision for his life and legacy find out more information on all web and social media links for this podcast conversation and all the others please go to podcast.letsgiveadam.com that's podcast.letsgiveadam.com once again thank you for all the ways you support this show you're helping us keep the lights on keep up the good work tell a friend leave a five-star rating and review on apple podcasts you can also give a dollar or five per month at patreon.com forward slash let's give a damn patreon.com slash let's give a damn. This podcast episode was edited and produced by the incredible Chad Snavely. The music is by our brilliant friend, Propaganda. Thank you so much for joining me. I love you all. And I can't wait to spend more time with you next week for the third installment in our Clinton Global Initiative series. Peace.